If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, this is the thing. I'm born and raised in Georgia on the south side of the city. There are no memories without the Hawks. During the 2017 NBA season, the R&B superstar Monica performed a halftime concert at State Farm Arena in her hometown of Atlanta. Monica's Hawks were playing the Boston Celtics. The performance was part of a special calendar date the Hawks were calling Swipe Right Night, with fans using the Tinder app to make connections and vie for courtside seats during Monica's set. For Atlanta's robust list of hip-hop and R&B hitmakers, courtside at Hawks games is the place to see and be seen. This is the heart of our city, the Grammy winner told one reporter. If you come to a Hawks game, you are going to see all of us that are from here at some point. Monica grew up in College Park, just outside Atlanta proper, attending the same high school as 2 Chains. She established her basketball ties almost as soon as she got started in the music business. One of her early top 10 hits, For You, I Will, appeared on the Space Jam soundtrack. The Hawks' love runs deep in Monica's clan. You're likely to catch her cousin, rap star Ludacris, at games sitting courtside or headlining his own halftime performance. I'm just family, she says about the NBA. When she's watching the Hawks, those boys are hers. I'm LaChina Robinson. Those sweet, funky sounds you hear are the Budos Band. And this is Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. Now, please welcome Monica, Atlanta Hawks, huge fan. Monica, thank you so much for joining us on Huge Fan. It is great to have you with us today to talk about your Atlanta Hawks. What's your earliest memory as a Hawks fan? Well, this is the thing. I'm born and raised in Georgia on the south side of the city. So there are no memories without the Hawks. You know, when you are born and raised here, you have a sense of pride, a sense of love and a sense of support for the Hawks. That is almost innately born in you. And when you think back on those early memories and, you know, when you were a young girl and and first seeing the Hawks, were there any players that just grabbed your attention or that you reflect back on as your favorites? Absolutely. The legendary Dominique Wilkins. You know, there's just a place in all of our hearts that he belongs. And even when I see him now, it's big hugs. It's, It's almost like having an uncle that's been a staple that happened to be extremely talented and massive on the court, 
But at the same time, he implements his importance in the community as well. So he's just one of those people that you uh, you have to love and you have to respect, especially when you're from here. You understand it fully. And you see that big statue of him outside of State Farm Arena. Like when my friends come That's in town, stupid. they yeah, they go to the games and they want to take a picture next next to his statue. But one of the things he was known for was his dunking. Are you a big fan of the dunk? You know, the dunk. See, you need excitement. As a female, if you don't play, I was a track and field girl, but I never, you know, played basketball. And so as a viewer, dunking is one of those things that just gets you up out of your seat. So absolutely, absolutely by far. Yeah, well, he was definitely the the best at it. Now, you've got some family. Ludacris, who's your cousin, is yeah. a pretty big Hawks fan. Um, yes. Does your whole family go for them? Or are there some that have been rebelling against the Hawks? Or is it just whole family all out? Well, you know, it's it's pretty much split. It's half Hawks in the house, and then it's half Lakers in the house. And so you have to kind of just respect it. You know, when people make their decision and they choose their side, you got to roll with them. <laughs> even let me ask this, because this, this could lead to uh, some interesting family dynamics. Even your kids. Have you have you tried to influence them on a Hawks side? I know your ex-husband played for the Lakers. Are they like how, how are they feeling about the two teams? You know, they were kids um, experiencing the Lakers games. I mean, four and seven. So that is still a big part of their life. You can't snatch that away. You know, they were experiencing the height of it all and watching um, the incomparable Kobe Bryant play is just next level. So they had the opportunity to experience that and experience his greatness on the Lakers court. So you can't take that from my boys. They're still very much uh, purple and gold, but they're really proud of what the Hawks are doing. Do you think you've got a future baller between your boys and your daughter, NBA, WNBA in the future? I do. My middle son, Romello, is very focused. He is one that comes in the house when it's when there's a game the following day. He's already asleep at nine o'clock when everyone else is playing. He's outside training. He's already found a trainer that he wants to work with in L.A., and has already come to me and gotten permission to sign up for multiple camps, one in Cleveland, um, Neo Elite. He is very serious, and it's not something that he got from anyone other than himself. So it's something he takes very serious. The other two are all music and film. Wow. Well, so you may be sitting courtside one day watching your own son play basketball. And it's great when they take it on themselves, right? They take the initiative. They go to bed early. They're training and they're excited about what they're doing. You mentioned um, the late, great Kobe Bryant. And obviously we continue to celebrate his legacy. I know me, who's heavily in the WNBA side, you know, we we reflect a lot on Gigi and what she meant to the game and what Kobe meant to both WNBA and and the the NBA. Were there any special memories for you of Kobe Bryant um, during his playing days or even personally? There are tons. I mean, and being fortunate enough to, to have he and Vanessa and the children be family to us, there were the things that a lot of people didn't know that made you have this admiration for him playing when he was sick, playing when he was injured. Um, That happened multiple times. There was no one time because he believed that fans came to see him and he never wanted to disappoint them. He was very much uh, the type of athlete and the type of man that 
felt it was his job to give them exactly what they wanted and to see his team to a win. So he never said no. There was never really a time where he was sick, hurt, you know, injured that he didn't play. And so all of those times created that admiration for him. And I definitely feel like his influence is very heavy in Romello because although he was really young, he still saw what it took. He still saw the way that they prepped and prepared and they planned and they slept and rested and take good care of themselves and um, didn't do drugs. They believed in, there was water, water shipments. If you go to the Bryant house, water, they don't buy cases of water. The Fiji truck pulls up and comes over. There's a shipment. My children really did learn a lot. And even with Gigi and Romello being the same ages, they learned how to prepare. And that's exactly what he does. And had it not been for Kobe's influence, he would not be as serious as he is about the sport that he loves. And he only plays in Kobe's sneakers. So he does a lot um, to honor Gigi and to honor his uncle. And it was a great loss for all of us. But the things that he implemented and the Mamba mentality, it is real. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And you're absolutely right. His legacy and Gigi's legacy lives on in all of us in some way. Um, It's been often said that, you know, performing the national anthem is one of the most difficult things for a singer to do. A lot of pressure, the game environment, but you have killed it at several times at at various sporting (laughs) events, including the NBA Finals, which I went back and watched before our interviews and just got chills, right? Um, What what is it like to, to do that and how do you prepare? Like what's happening in that moment? Well, you know, it was a good thing that at that time I wasn't as engulfed in sports as I have become over the last five years due to my son, um, because I didn't realize that the Lakers-Celtics rivalry was so serious. So I went to the finals to sing. And, you know, I get there and I realize the intensity is on a completely different level. And I'm looking around like, what's going on here? Um, But luckily myself and I used three background singers that time to sing it. The key is being respectful in the way that you sing it and remembering the words correctly. I think that's the part (laughs) that makes most singers very uncomfortable. Ooh, because I have said it a million times. I mean, I played basketball, played college basketball. I've said it a million times, but I still get to some parts like right before a line. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Which line am I on now? Because if you're not tracking properly and paying attention to the wrong things, (laughs) you can definitely get lost in those words. Um, But you 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 sung it. You sung it so, so beautifully. Uh, Which rendition is is a bigger inspiration for you? Whitney Houston, Marvin Gaye? Is there is there a, a well, another with, with performer? With the way that I've seen, see, those are, are all monumental because no one has ever made it their own the way Marvin Gaye did, right? But with the way that I've seen Whitney, um, I can still see the sweatsuit, her headband, the planes flying overhead. That was just, you know, she is one of those that will never be duplicated, you know, but her rendition of it, is the one that pushes me vocally. You want it to be great. You want it to sound great and you want to do it respectfully. And she mastered it. Ooh, boy, did she. I mean, when you were just talking yes. about that whole setup, because I remember that sweatsuit too, yes. the swooshy sweats, right? Yes. Had them rolled up on yes. her arm and was just 
Oh, yeah. I've got goosebumps just thinking about it. What an incredible performance. Um, Someone else that we miss so much. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. This is game day. All right, let's change gears a little bit and talk about game day. Um, The Hawks are obviously red hot right now in the playoffs. What's the vibe like in Atlanta as Trey Young and his crew, the Young Hawks, have been um, really proving a lot of doubters wrong? Trey Young has not been playing around. Uh, Really proud of Lou Will. Um, He's like a brother to me. Um, It's important that they feel the support. You know, it's being on stage and on the court are different. But the one thing that is the same is that you want to feel the people that are there watching you have love for you and have your back. And one of the things that we've seen as of late, people losing respect for players and doing things that are completely unacceptable. I'm proud of the NBA for stepping up for them because they need to be protected. You know, they're out there. They spend time away from their families. They sacrifice a lot of the big holidays and important moments. And, you know, with athletes, people don't realize sometimes your wife is in labor and you're having to play the game and then fly in and be there and then fly back and then play at, at, at a high level. They don't understand what these men go through. So, and, and, and let's not even get into the women. I learned so much from Vanessa about the WNBA um, and Gigi about the WNBA. They all need to be protected. But when it comes to game day for the Hawks, I want them to know that they are supported, that they are loved, that they are being encouraged for those of us that are at home and those of us that are able to be there. Yeah, you bring up a lot of great points. I mean, I, I've been disappointed to see what's happened in arenas. And I don't care how long COVID has been going on and how long people were in their houses. These men are human, human beings. And you yes. mentioned the WNBA as well. Like, Throwing things is never acceptable. I mean, they perform because it is something they love to do. And it's not just for our entertainment. And I think sometimes we get spoiled as the fans and forget that we have a responsibility to be respectful to them at all times. Um, So I'm glad you brought that up. It's been disappointing to see that even on the side with Naomi Osaka and some of the things she's going through in the media. It's just interesting the conversations we're having right now around athletes. And it's conversations that probably should have been had a long time ago Mm -hmm. but now it's right in your face and it cannot be ignored and you know you shouldn't be allowed to enjoy uh something 
as exciting and as family oriented as an NBA game or a WNBA game if you violate the people that are entertaining you and working very hard because outside of entertainment, you guys work hard. I've seen firsthand what you go through physically, mentally, that should be completely unacceptable. So I just want our guys to feel that we support them and, and that we're encouraging them and we're representing for them, regardless to if we're right there in the arena or if we're at home, we, they have our full support. You talked a little bit about Trey Young and, and what he's done in this city, but there was once a time where a lot of fans felt like maybe the Hawks should have had Luka Doncic instead, you know, and, and talked about, you know, that pick and um, that draft and, and would they had been better off had they had Luka, who's now at Dallas and is a great player. Did you have anything to say around that time or have any feelings around that discussion at Not all? Not at all. Not at all. I'm a believer in what's meant is what it is. It, it didn't happen by chance or by accident. And he came, he showed, he proved, and now you must respect him. It's as simple as that. You know, um, people can always say what they would do and what they think should be done when they've never been in the shoes of a person like Trey Young, but he gets out there and he makes it happen. And he does it unapologetically, which I love to see. So for me, I always stand um, in a space of, encouragement because I know what it feels like for somebody to say it should be somebody else. How? Why? Now he's, he's, now he's taken that away from you. The ability to say why now he's let you know exactly why. That's right. He's proven himself. And it's easy for everyone to say what should have happened when they're on the sidelines and don't, and not the one who's actually doing it. Right. That's right. Um, Just talking about what should have happened. Tell me what's your favorite or your perfect game day scenario? Are you at home? Are you at the arena? Who's with you? Do you have food you like to eat when you're watching a Hawks game? Like what's, what's that experience like for you? Perfect game day experience for me is my children and I, we would go to the arena, go to the back, eat food, enjoy the other family members there and get a chance to speak to everyone and just to sit courtside and watch. I love being in the mix of the action. I've not experienced that, of course, in over, well over a year. But that is what I love. I love being present. I love being there. I love taking my kids, um, seeing their reactions, especially the one that's really into sports because he's explaining what's happening to me the entire time to a science. So I really miss that. That would be my perfect game day. You always look like you're in great shape. Uh, I know you have three kids, but it's unbelievable when I look at you and, and you're, it looks like you take incredibly good care of your body. So are you a chili cheese dog girl at the games or are you eating healthy snacks? No, I'm not eating healthy snacks, but I'm definitely not a chili anything. That's hard <laughs> uh, waiting to happen, uncomfortable the whole game. Um, a lot of times... When I go, I like to eat the real food. You know, in the family area, you have limitless options. Um, Beef, hot dog, ketchup only. Uh, But I went, the very last time we went, they actually had like roasted chicken and macaroni and cheese and all of that stuff. So I like to partake in that and then sit and enjoy the game. And of course, kids snack. 
Oh, yes. I was in that section. Uh, I don't know if it was the families, but I was in the back with the roasted chicken and they had mac and cheese. They had green beans. So, yeah, I'm with you on. You can have a full meal. And don't even worry about food when you leave because you're good. Like, exactly. And you had a good time. It was so good. And the service was so good. And the people were so nice. That's uh, something that once you experience it from the player's family's perspective, you really appreciate because most times I'm rushing to be on time. So I can get there and get the kids kind of sat and let them eat and really enjoy themselves and get comfortable before we watch the game. So that I like the real food and the real experience of like feet to the wood type. You know, I love the energy of being close to it. Yeah, yeah, there's absolutely nothing like it. All right, let's talk about the new show you're hosting on VH1, Infamy. Yes. When Fame yes. Turns Deadly. What made you interested in working on this show? And maybe what are some of the cases that the series has explored? You know, I grew up a fan of crime series. I really enjoyed uh, Unsolved Mysteries and First 48 yes. and Snapped and ID Channel. Those are things that I love. So I jumped at the opportunity when VH1 reached out to me. Infamy parallels some of those, but what I love about it is that we really take you through the lives and the livelihoods and the family members of the victims. A lot of times you hear about these crimes and you don't have the details, so you can't fully connect to it and see the damage these tragedies have really caused. And in this case on Infamy, you can see it very clearly. We talk to moms and dads and sisters and brothers, and we do it with integrity and respect for those that have now transitioned because of these tragedies. And I love that we have some court footage. We have a lot of different things. So VH1 and I have had a longstanding relationship. This is by far a dream job for me. I can't imagine the emotions that you even go through having to relive some of those tragedies with the families. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, but you have such a delicate spirit. So you're the right person to do that and a very empathetic and compassionate spirit. So they got the right person. Um, and I used to love Unsolved Mysteries too, though the music of it still haunts me back to my childhood. That You know, you got to have those moments that kind of reel you in. Yes. But um, it, I love the times slot too. It's Monday night at 10 p.m. And the reason I say that is when I'm unwinding and I'm coming in from whatever I'm doing, I like to escape. And you can escape sometimes through your television. And we're hoping to really strike that compassionate chord and that level of empathy that seems to be so fleeting now in the world. And you see these people as real people and not just stories. And you see the heartbreak that moms and dads and all these people have experienced. And it heightens your awareness about the safety that we all need to be kind of abiding by as we're out and about. We need that reminder. 100%. All right. Any other projects you're working on? Any new music? Absolutely. Absolutely. Trenches is now done. That's my, my album. It's the title of the album and the single that was produced by the Neptunes. And I'm really proud of it because it's a transparent body of work. You know, I say it has the spirit of Miss Thang and the depth of after the storm. Those are very Uh, important albums for me and my history. And I kind of merged the feeling of the two for Trenches. And I'm going to start releasing records on Motalk, which is me kind of switching seats. I'll be doing the interviewing uh, more so than being interviewed. And it's a partnership for myself and Apple Music. And what I'm going to do is offer a safe space for people 
who want to be able to tell their stories themselves, actors, actresses, comedians, uh, politicians, musicians, athletes, all of them. Because now we live in a world where real journalism just is not protected and respected. Right. So I <laughs> want to give people that space and that place to uh, feel like they can share some of the difficult subjects and talk about some of the hard things that happened in their lives and share with someone that they know understands what it's like. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Welcome to Crunch Time. We're going to do a crunch time rapid fire question session. And I just need your quickest response that you can give me. Okay. Okay. I'll try. All right. Greatest hawk alive. Dominique. Best uniform color for the Hawks. White, red, black, or they got this, the black, the MLK edition, the city edition. I'll throw that in there as well. I like the black. Face of the franchise, Dominique Wilkins or Trey Young? I mean, Dominique is the legacy and Trey is creating his own. Maybe even Harry the Hawk. And he's never retiring, okay? All right, best Hawks era. Ooh, 90s were lit. One word to describe your Hawks fandom. Consistent. The home girl and the home team. Well, Monica, we appreciate your time. Thank (laughs) you for being with us today on Huge Fan. It's been such an honor for me. I'm a huge fan of your music. Um, And again, being born one day apart, I've always felt a connection to you, Scorpio women. So um, just thank you for your spirit and just how you inspire and your excellence. I mean, from the way you dress to the way you do your makeup to your music to the way you raise your kids, there's a spirit of excellence there. And I see God's spirit all in you. That means a whole lot. Thank you. You can find Huge Fan on Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share so other Huge Fans can find us. And don't forget to follow the show or subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. That'll do it for this round of Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. I'm LaChina Robinson. Until next time, keep rooting your guts out. Go Budos Band!
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.